Welcome to Journey to Eternity. I am your host, Paul Lowe. We have an exciting program for you today where we'll get filled up with the Holy Spirit. Let's get started. All right. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. And if you're in Las Vegas, good afternoon. And as always, we're going to go ahead and open up in prayer. Father God, we just thank you for this time that we have, Lord. You woke us up again. The earth was still here, Lord. We're still on it, Lord God. So that's another day to get it right. And we thank you, Lord God. We just thank you for the uh, ministry that we have here, KKBV, all the people that make things happen, our producer, the managers, everyone that's involved, to the engineers, Lord God. And we just ask for a special blessing over our listening audience, Lord, as they go to and from and they tune in to listen to see what you have for them, Lord God. And we know that your word will go forth and will not return void. And we just ask that it lands on fertile soil. We give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. How you doing there, Reverend? Well, Minister, I'm praise God. I'm doing just fine as usual. Awesome. Awesome. Man, these temperatures are kind of crazy across the country, huh? Well, it's nice and, it's nice and cool out here L.A. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> All right. So with that, we're going to go ahead and do our announcements. Once again, the Elite Christian Ministries webpage, website is open for business. And you can go on there and drop a prayer request and and look around and uh, check out some of the social events. I got to update the calendar for July. And uh, we have prayer lines running all week long that you can call into and submit prayer requests. So, And then we have a special email that you can send prayer requests to as well. And if you happen to be local and you like what you hear and you want to call in and get a copy, you can talk to our awesome producer at area code 702-650. 5588. That's area code 702 650 KKVV. And if you, <laughs> I'm sorry. And if you are next to a Wi Fi, I can't look at it. I can't look at it. Okay. If you are next to a Wi Fi and you have access, you can type in your ULL bar kkvv.com. That's kilo kilo victor victor.com. And I'll let my lovely First Lady take over the other section of the announcement. So we invite you to listen in on your phone as well. And if you would like to do that, um, make sure that you adhere to all the rules and regulations as you're driving. But that number is 605-313-0630. Again, that number is 605-313-0630. Awesome. And, Reverend, you got anything? No, that was excellent what y'all were doing. Awesome, awesome. And Praise for God. those that are just now listening in and you found KKBV new to Las Vegas, uh, we just want to welcome you. And once again, you can uh, uh, search on the Elite Christian Ministries. We have a link that leads you right here to the radio station, and you can see some other outstanding programs that are on as well. And uh, we believe in the... One body theory, and as uh, long as you teach in the board precept by precept, we all for you because we serve one God who is awesome, who died for all. And, and right now in our lesson, we are going to get back 
into the book of Ephesians. It's so packed full of meat, we couldn't even get out of the first chapter in the last couple of days. So we're going to uh, start in Ephesians chapter 1, and I'm going to turn it over to the Reverend, who I know has a great, great, great scripture in there to get us started. Amen. 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 So anyway, Minister Paul, Sister Nicole, we'll pick up where we left off last time in chapter 1. Yes. In verse number 18. Yes. And there's some things that we can add to this particular verse. And notice he says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. In other words, our spirit man. Yes. Can now can just receive what the spirit of God is inspiring us. So it's the, we talk about the inner man or the heart or we being enlightened. Thank God for the born-again experience. For the eyes of your of our understanding being enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of his glory of inheritance in the saints. So you can see that God had a wonderful plan for us. And all the things that we have to do is just reach out with faith, receive it, act upon it, and be blessed. Yes, so, yes. So now that we do have the understanding and, and things that he has said, but he says the riches of the inheritance, we can't imagine all that what God has for us when we leave this earthly life down here. But meanwhile, while we are waiting, we should be enjoying the blessings that he's already opened to us as of now and to enjoy the things that he has said. Yes. Now, there is something about the eyes of understanding being enlightened. These are a couple of verses I think will sort of give us a, uh, a, uh, a look at what the Lord was saying here. If we go back to the book of Acts chapter 26, and look at verse 18. All right, Acts 26, Even 18. someone hears the gospel being preached, and yes, they might be inspired, they might be exciting to hear what is being said, but yet at the same time, it's amazing how the devil can still come along and deceive. And so that's why we keep everything with God. With Amen. Amen. Lord is saying. Now, here in chapter 26, notice a, a verse here that I think is inspiring as well. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> uh, notice what it says in 18. Yes. Uh, and this is Acts chapter 18. Uh, 26 or 18 says to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light see that's how it was before we came into the body of Christ mm -hmm. even though we were walking in darkness we didn't know it people still partying having fun drugs or whatever see they still walking in darkness but they having fun and what delivers them when they come into the truth and they receive the Lord as their savior all that stuff they used to do and thought was fun they said, this stuff wasn't fun. The devil was trying to kill me. He was trying to deceive us. Yes, sir. But now that we have the knowledge, at least we can help others that might uh, be influenced by whatever the activities might be, to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light. Yes, so sir. Always were in darkness. We were having fun, you know, doing the things, of course, of this world. And we didn't know the devil was out to get us. Mm. He was waiting for that opportunity to attack. Yes. Right. Thank, Always. And thank God, boy, there was someone that was praying for us. There was some kind of protection that was over us that you didn't give him the full will to, to destroy us. He goes on and says, and he says, from the darkness of light and from the power of Satan. So, the, so don't think that he's powerless. 
but he has power to deceive. He has power to bring destruction. But thank God we don't have to worry about them things happening to us because we can rebuke that spirit. Amen. Rebuke the stuff that he was trying to make preparation or plans for us. And then he goes on and says that, he said that we may receive forgiveness of sin and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. So think mm. about we in Christ. We are sanctified. Now we are separated. And and I know I used to say, if the devil better have me at one time, but he'll never have me again. Amen. Because I didn't know right. his activities. I didn't know what he was about. I was spiritually, in, you know, not aware of his presence. But when I look back, I said, man, that devil could have messed up my life. He could have done a lot of things destructive. And I said, since he didn't have that opportunity to do it, he surely is not going to do it now because I have knowledge and understanding. That's so, right. And so we, we're inspired. But so I just want to open up with that idea, Minister Paul. Amen. Amen. That's awesome, Reverend. You know, um, a lot of people, their eyes are shut. They're blinded. That's right. You got to open your eyes and you got to see what God is doing and understand what the God, the will of God and his plan for us. Amen. Yes. But let me, since, since we're here in chapter 26, let me, let me share a story that I think is very inspiring. Okay. There was this king, and his name was Agrippa, mm-hmm. and he understood the, the laws that the, you know, Saul was operating under the Ten Commandments. So he, so he had knowledge, but yet he was not willing to conform. Very fascinating story. Like you said, for the eyes of understanding might be enlightened. Notice what happened here. And I like when Paul begins to tell him experience. See, we all have experience or testimonies. We can take a non-believer and share some of the supernatural experience we have to let them know that God is real and he is alive. So when you look at verse number 19, mm-hmm. and here the apostle Paul is telling a wonderful story. He said, whereupon, O King Agrippa, Lord, he said, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. See, he's telling his own experience. The time when he's on his way to... Damascus, and when the Lord intercepts, and he's telling that story, and you know, he said, I had a heavenly vision, heavenly vision, he was in the presence of the Lord, and he goes on and says, but he showed first unto them Damascus, and he says, to Jerusalem, and throughout all the coasts of Judea, he says to the Gentiles, that they should repent from, uh, and turn to God, so you see what the message is, mm-hmm. had the message of salvation, he said, he didn't know that he was in bondage himself, and now that he's free, this is what he's telling Agrippa. So he's giving him an inspiring insight, giving him a little bit of history of his experience. And before I uh, go on, as far as you have anything else you want to add? No, that's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he tells him what the devil was doing, because remember, we just read, we've been delivered from the powers of darkness, right? So yes. now that Paul is converted, now he says, the Lord, look what happened in verse 21. And that's the way he feels about us as well. 21 says, for these, uh, for these causes, the Jews caught me in the temple and went about to kill me. So he's letting us know. See, the devil already got people in place, and Paul is telling the story. Boy, he, in other words, we can say it like this. The devil wanted to kill Paul. Right. And how was he going to do it? Through people. See, that's how he can get things done. He do it through the powers of people that's walking in darkness. And he's telling King, <coughs> you know, they wanted to kill me for telling the truth. Now. With that said, Minister Paul, and he's giving the whole history, and after uh, after he said all these things, and I like verse number 27 and 28, all the verses 23, 20, they all expire in the read, but just uh, keep the train of thought. And so when we look here at verse 27, notice mm-hmm. what he said. 
He says, King Agrippa, believest the prophets? And I know that thou believest. So he, know, he understood that the king had a lot of knowledge and understanding about the prophets. And he says, I know you know about them, and you believe the things that were said. And then the old King Agrippa responded. And it goes to show you that he wasn't enlightened by what, what the Apostle Paul was sharing. He wasn't inspired to receive what he was saying, but, but yet he heard and he listened. And this, this is out of his own mouth and his own testimony. So if he didn't change for, for receiving salvation, I can very clearly say, oh, King, oh, King Agrippa, he missed heaven. He chose hell over heaven, because notice what he said here, out of his own mouth. Remember, remember the Lord said himself, he's going to judge us what, what we say out of our own mouth. Here, verse 27, King Agrippa, believe it. He said, King Agrippa, you believe the prophets? I know that you believe in 28. Then Agrippa said unto Paul, almost, and that's a very important word, he said, almost. In other words, he almost made heaven. Mm. He almost went to heaven, but guess what? He probably died in his sins. He said, you almost persuaded me to be a Christian. Man, look how close he was going on the way to heaven. You know, and that's why we hear people say when we tell them message, we try to inspire them, well, I do it later. Uh, I, I'm not ready right now. We've heard those kind of testimonies. We can't yeah. see somebody get saved. But we gave them understanding where they really reached. They were blessed by what we said, but they wasn't really to take the faith confession at that time. Right. And that's why he said, O King, he says, you almost persuaded me to be a Christian. Man, I tell you what, that close to heaven and missing. Mm. Anyway, Minister Paul, I just wanted to add that. Yeah, you know, like you said, we heard that testimony a lot from people that feel that well they're restricted or they're going to miss something see that's the lie of satan mm -hmm. and he has us believing that if we give if we give our lives to christ that we are going to miss out on something mm -hmm. and i tell you i couldn't be happier that i gave my life to christ and i learned what it was to walk as a man of God and not the way I was in this world before. And I ain't missing beat. I ain't missing nothing. As a matter of fact, it's better. Amen. Amen. And, and, and let me add one other thought, Minister Paul and Sister Nicole, because we haven't got to chapter 2 yet. But look at verse number 12, because it goes along with what took place in verse number 18. <laughs> Mm -hmm. See, verse 12 says this, and it's very clear, and I'll read what it says. it says. At that time, he said, we were without Christ. And you know what that means? That's bad news. Yes. He said, at one time, you know, we were without Christ. We were not born again, never uh, received them. And he goes on and says, being alien from the commonwealth of Israel and a stranger and from the covenant of promise, having no hope without God in this world. Man, I tell you, that says it all. Mm. Can you imagine you go through this whole experience of living, whatever the age is, anywhere from birth to death, and you never receive the Lord? That's like having no hope at the time of the end of your journey. At least no, no future hope with the Lord. You have a future, but it's going to be in a place of pain, of uh, suffering, and all the other evils that goes with it. And that's what happens, having no hope. Man, can you imagine having... I mean, even today, we use that word very loosely. I hope things get better. I hope my life change. And hope is a wonderful word, but it has no action. Right. It's just, it's just a life of hope. 
but we had to add mixed faith with it to change the condition. But here in verse 12, and without God, man, there is no hope. In other words, you don't have no future. And that's like playing Russian roulette every day when you wake up. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's why people say, I I thank the Lord that he woke me up this morning. (laughs) Yes, yes. Now, what about the sinner? He didn't wake up. Mm. Having no hope. So you actually want to add that minister Foster and Nicole, in case y'all want to add anything to that. Yeah, well, what we're going to do is add a break, and we shall be right back. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My name is Nicolo, and I am a licensed real estate professional here in the state of Nevada. I am a buying and selling specialist for SBI Real Estate Group. We are proud to be a Christian-owned and operated real estate firm with over 36 years of experience. At SBI Real Estate Group, we believe in professional real estate representation using biblical Christian principles for all of our clients. We assist all our clients with their real estate needs, treating you the way we expect to be treated with courtesy, compassion, and respect. Financing is still very affordable as interest rates are still historically low. So take advantage of paying less for property ownership. Give me a call for all your buying and selling real estate needs and find out why our motto is, we make real estate easy. Call me at 702-287-0332 and I will be glad to assist you with your real estate endeavors. That is 702-287-0332. Call us today. God bless. Well, welcome back. Um, This is Nicole, and I am taking over for my husband right now. So, Bobby, what else do you have for us? All right, so we would uh, um, go on to the next verse, number verse number 20. Notice what it says here. It says, which he brought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Mm. So at least from what we are reading and if the knowledge that we receive that Jesus is not dead. That's right. Amen. He is right there in heaven. Like I said, after he fulfilled his ministry calling, and notice what it said, God raised him right back and put him in his rightful place. Right. Now he's operating at, at like and is the Son of God with all power and with all authority. Yes, he is. And, and the beautiful thing about it, everything that God put in the hands of Jesus, and we read down some verses, it is spread over to the body of Christ, and we are the body. He is the head. And notice what he says in verse 21. And because he's back at the right hand of the Father, he says, and he's far above all principality. Man, there's nobody that, I mean, if, they, if there's any expectation, they might be at the feet of Jesus, but they sure not above him. He's far above all principality. Anybody who thinks they're so great and so powerful and all this, they're misguided information that's going through their heads where Satan would deceive them, but yet they all will have to bow to the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, We are far above all principalities, powers, and might, and dominion over every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in which is to come. Mm. So that name of Jesus is spread around the world today. It will be well manifested in the life after. Yep. A powerful name. That's right. That's why every time we say in the name of Jesus, that's why the, the world of darkness shake. Because they, they know the power that's in that name. They that's know right. The There's no other name. name. You know, and so when we speak that name, I mean, I mean, the hell shakes. That's right. And that's that's right. If any kind of demonic force is out to attack or do something, you rise up the name of Jesus, they shake. Amen. You know, because we shared the story 
for three days and three nights when Jesus was in hell. And I shared the story. I won't go through the whole detail. But all they could say, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is mm. Lord. And they did that for three days. And God said, it's enough. He's well, con he's well con uh, convinced now. And so that's why that name is left for us in the body of Christ. So anytime something rises up like sickness, we know that's a spiritual affliction. Sickness, you can't do it in my body. That's authority. You have a mental problem, devil, you cannot attack my memory. I have the sound of See, we can rise up now. That's right. Because remember, these attacks are spiritually demonic. Yet we can't see the spirits, but that's what is taking place. We rather support its power in that name. Right. That name has authority. You know. <clears throat> Any other right. right now. Man, that's awesome. And, and, and that's very true. See, you can't see what's around you right now. You can't see the angels that are encompassing you and protecting you from everything around, you know, in this world, basically. And you can't see the other side of it, too, of the angels that are fighting with the demons to make sure that you're safe. You know, you, you can't see that realm, but it's around. It is around you all the time. Amen. And that's, you know, that's why we thank God for the angels that are in camp. Yes, yes, the angels encompass us all the time. And, and, and seeing the beauty of it, especially we that walking with Christ, we know the angels are always surrounding us. Yes. They're there, they're there to protect us. As long as we serve the Lord, not getting off in the sin and all those kind of things, they are actively deployed to stop the demonic forces to even attack us. Yes, they are. Because the demonic forces don't like us. They're going right. Whether you are a Christian, non-Christian, their goal is to take you out of this world. Right. But instead, we're here for a purpose. Mm -hmm. The purpose is here that we want to make sure our family, our friends, or whoever we come in contact have the opportunity mm -hmm. to come into the body of Christ. Absolutely. Now, this next verse is so powerful, so inspiring. It tells us even though Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, but at the same time, he didn't leave us on this earth, on this earth defenseless. And notice what he says, even when it comes to attacks and all the things that's trying to afflict us. Verse 22 says this, and he has put, notice that, all things. He say some things, did he? All. He said he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things, the church. Hallelujah. Jesus the head of the church, we are the body. So every time people have any kind of affliction, it should be under our feet. Amen. You know, if it, I always use the expression, and I've been around a lot of Christians when they had battles with the devil, and they give their test, oh, I had a, a fight with the devil, and I had to fight all night long. Now, when I would hear those testimonies, and as they were shared, now, if you fight with the devil all night long, who won the battle? Did, did, this, did the believer win it, or did the devil win? <laughs> and the chance and the choice is the devil won. Yep. Why would you want to be up all night long fighting with the devil? Right. When he said that he put all things under our feet, we should be stopping on him. Yep. We should be tap dancing on his head because he's under our feet. If he's above our feet, looking at us face to face, now you can believe that, ch that chances are he's going to have the victory. Amen. under your feet, that's where he's supposed to be. We should be looking down at him. And he should be looking up to us because he's under our feet. And I, and I like to put emphasis on that. You know, sickness, where should sickness be? Under our feet. Right. Poverty, where should it be at? Under, Under our, our feet. feet. Problems, where should they be? Under our feet. Given to God. That's right. And see, if, it's, if we don't, in other words, when the devil knows what we're going through, the person says, I don't have these problems. Right. 
not certain mm. things that you would want me to have. You know, yeah. that's why I thank God not only for myself, but all those that walk in divine health. You know, no, not on medication, not on pills, not not that it's, it's a sad testimony. Well, what it is, some people need to have medication, which is a good thing, especially if they say it's not where it should be. Yes. But, but meanwhile, the devil uses every opportunity to what? To keep you sick. And when you're sick, you can't do the things you desire to do because you've been afflicted. Yes. So under your feet, you dance on his head. Life is wonderful. <laughs> you said, man, Lord, I'm so glad I'm in the body of Christ. I'm so glad that you're the Lord of my life. Yes, sir. So anybody's going to put emphasis on that. Anything else, Minister Paul, Nicole? Oh, that's good. No. That's good. Mm. There's is, is a lot of meat on that bone there, Reverend. It is. I mean, it's, it's a whole lot of things that we can talk about. Yes. Because, see, we're living in this world. And we know as we live in this world, the afflictions of the world is here. The things that we experience is real. But the thing is, we had the victory over it. That's right. Because before, like I said, we didn't have the knowledge, we didn't have the faith, we didn't have the understanding. So we went by what we thought would be the right decision. What the most expression is, this is what I feel. See, feeling doesn't mean you're going to have success. Mm. But that was their way of trying to analyze what they're going through. But see, today, now we say, well, I know what to do. Yes. So, so then he finally gets in verse 23 and he says, which is the body, the fullness of him filleth all in all. Mm. And we're complete. We, we are walking. We are really a walking power. Right. If Christ is us, it's in us, and the Spirit of God is living us, we are a walking dynamite, if I can use that expression. Just waiting, just waiting to do it, the power that's invested in us to come against the worlds of darkness. Amen. 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 And then get over to chapter 2. Yes, sir. This is a very inspiring book. Verse 2 verse one, and verse 1 reads, it says, And you have these quickened. In other words, he said, we are his quickened. In other words, we made alive that. We, yes. we were walking dead one time. We were walking dead and didn't even know it. See, but now he says what? We are alive. He's quickening mm. us. We understand the presence of the Lord. So we're living in, in a different uh, environment now with knowledge and understanding. And he says, You had these quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Man, we didn't know that we was carrying that sin around for all these years. No, you don't. Anyway, we went, we carrying a bag of sin. Yeah. And remember, the pleasure of sin is only for a season. That's right. And the good things that people are having, their party and all that, that's pleasures of sin. Mm. They don't realize they're separated from God and they're spiritually dead. And that's why the gospel has to be preached to them so they can come alive and get rid of the dead sins they've been carrying around. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's sad when the Christians are still in sin and doing mm. sinful things. That's a sad testimony, but because why? They're still being deceived and darkness taking advantage of that, of their lack of knowledge. Yep. But here, we're dead, dead to sin. Mm. You know, so when people, you know, I'm quite sure Minister Paul and you and Nicole can say the same thing. One of your old friends, hey, let's go out and party. First, he said, Oh, no, I don't party no more. That's right. I, I didn't. If you asked me 50 years ago, I said, Okay, let's go party. Now, no, we can do no party. Hey, let's go out there and, you know, have some drinks. Oh, no. Nope. See, see, we use that word no very effectively now. That's right. But we're in the past, oh, yeah, let's go out and have some fun because it's what? Sin is fun. Sin is pleasurable until it turns on or turn against us. <laughs> you end up going to jail. See, we had a good time, but now we locked up. <laughs> That's right. We did terrible things. So we just try to put spotlight on what the devil's doing 
so that we can help others not to get in the bondage. That's right. Amen. Amen. Anything else, Minister Paul, Sister Nicole? Well, you know, when you was talking about partying and stuff, I was, you know, especially being out here in Vegas and you see a lot of concerts you want to go to, but then I just have to relay back on what God has taught me and, you know, the type of crowd that pulls in. And I just don't even want to be around the crowd. You know, uh, to the point where, you know, people are drinking and stuff. Because when I used to bartend long, 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 long time ago, uh, people just, whoo, there's something else. And their personality changes and just being around that, I just don't, you know, I have no desire for that. So I just thank God. So I'm, I'm, I'm good to go. Amen. First Lady? I have nothing. Oh, okay. I thought you did. Nope. All right. You was looking intent there. So. Nope. Okay. Cool. All right. Now, look at verse number. Look at verse number two. Okay. Verse number two tells us a, a quite a bit uh, and giving us great information. And notice what he said about us when we were not even believers just yet, mm-hmm. and what was taking place. And he made it so clear. And he says here, where in time past. He says, we walked according to the course of this world. Boy, that's a t- such a true statement, isn't it? <clears throat> yes, it is. Mm-hmm. We went about how we felt or what the feelings were, because that's the only thing we know. And didn't know that we were walking according to the course of this world. How many times have you heard expressions like this? Oh, oh, my friends were doing it, so I joined in. Mm. See, the mm. friends that we had, they didn't know Christ. And so what they did, they came and dragged us along into their environment and didn't know that we, we were under the powers of darkness. Wow. We, we, were, we were just clueless. And notice what he says, I'll read the verse. We're in time past. I'm thank God he says it's the past. That's why we don't have that past life anymore. So somebody comes to you and says, don't you remember we used to do that first thing? We say, no, I don't remember no more. I repented and it's been, it's been washed away. I have no remembrance of it, you know, in, in, in that sense. We're in time past. We walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of power of the air. And we get to chapter 6, we see who the prince and power of the air is. That's the old devil and part of his little kingdom that operates a little above, right above the earth. And boy, I tell you what, you can imagine what they do every day. Mm. You know, now these demonic forces to disrupt our lives. That's right. But now that we know as the church, well, we can do something about it, can't we? That's right. You can sit back and say, Devil, you ain't going to trick me no more. You tricked me in the past, but it's not working no more. Mm. So you're not walking to the course of this world, because this is what people are doing for pleasure. You know, people could never get me in the drugs. Never That's was right. in the drugs, but they sure can't get me. I mean, I just had no interest for it. Right. You know, just by observation, I saw what it did to people. It broke up marriages. People lost their property. People went to jail. That's what drugs did. Mm. And I had enough a spiritual sense, at least it. To see, no, this is not for me. This is not the direction to go. But if anybody wanted to do that, was their choice. I wasn't in crisis then. Hey, if you want to go, that's not me. You know, so, so we have to make choices. I, I mean, I, I really think that I just thank the Lord for whoever's been praying for me or whatever covenant had over me. Had, at least I had enough sense to know what was really bad and knew what was good and make choices based on that. That's right. Mm-hmm. The prince and power of the air. Notice that the prince and power of the air, the spirit. Notice that yes, the sir. spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
If you're disobedient to Christ, don't want to follow his law, the devil says, I'll take over. And boy, haven't we heard testimonies in the church? You know, I was a faithful church member, and I quit going to church, and they started giving me a testimony. I lost my job. I lost my spouse. I just went down more deeper in darkness. We've heard those testimonies, haven't we? That's right. And the reason we are hearing them, because what? The powers of darkness came in, and boy, and destroyed every good thing or whatever thing was working in life. Destroyed it. Yes. That's why we don't play with the devil. I don't make... I don't make jokes about him in the sense of, of saying, you know, I mean, whatever. I just let him know he is my enemy. And his goal is to destroy us, and my goal is to stay faithful to the Christ until Jesus comes back. That's right. It's powers of it. It's, it's a real spiritual warfare. You know, sometimes we see it physically. I'm quite sure living in Las Vegas, Minister Paul, and, mm -hmm. and I'm quite sure when you go through certain areas where people are they're lost in money, don't even have money or a bus to go back to their own city. That's right. Can you imagine what the devil did? Got them here, lost everything, and they don't even have funds to go back to the original location. Sad. We see it all the time. That's just about in every city. The thing is, when they're doing that, they're making that their own God. They're making that their idol. So when you're gambling and when you're doing things other than what you're supposed to be you're you're making idol things you're doing you're making that your idol amen so amen anything that comes before him is considered an idol he that's wants right. to be number one that's right and i remember a time i was uh went down to the police station i had to get some id stuff done mm. and just sitting there you told me about it this lady came in i mean and had lost everything and, you know, it didn't have a place to stay, couldn't get back home. And wow. I don't know what was the truth, but I know she was hurting at that point. And they were trying their best to help. So I guess uh, they must have some sort of special fund set aside. And I don't know how much is in it or if it ever runs out. But I know if you just stand there long enough, you'll see these people come in. that wow. lose everything down there and they gamble away. And. You can't blame the city because they're not twisting anybody's arm to do it. No. You know, people go in wanting to have a good time, come out, messed up. Yeah. Amen. And, and what you say, man, it falls, falls right in verse number two, the next verse that comes up. Yeah. Look what he says um, in verse <clears throat> verse number three, I'm sorry. He says, among, all, among whom also we all had our conversation in time past in the lust of our flesh. Mm, yes. Gambling is the lust of the flesh. Yes. The devil put that hope. Oh, he, he, just one more time. One more time. One more time. Put another. Can you imagine each time you hear that? One more time. I'm trying my luck. One more. And boy, every time they try, they're losing. As you were saying, they gave away their money in a machine. Listen to that long spirit. He goes on and say, uh, the lust of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Mm. Well, I mean, every day they live in is by chance. Yes. Some days they may have a good day, or you know, most of them are gonna be bad days because the devil's operating. That's right. But now that we're in Christ, we have knowledge. Every day should be a good day. Mm -hmm. That's right. It doesn't matter what might take place or something might not work the way we want. The first thing said, "Well, by grace, God will take care of it. <laughs> He'll meet our needs." See, he our always does. And trust back in the Lord. That's right. But remember, the lust of the flesh, boy, look how many people got in trouble because of that. Hmm? 
if people mm. could be married, instead of having join their own spouse, they go out there and look for somebody else. <clears throat> That's if right. You're going to find something that somebody else is be- better, ain't up married one of the devil daughters or sons. <laughs> you mm. can imagine what that life is going to be like. Yes, sir. Well, you can say, boy, I wish I'd never met that person. <laughs> Their life get turned upside down. The lust of the flesh, you know. And we say lust of the flesh. I mean, that's a wide open door to talk about so many things. Wow. So many addictions. The lust of the flesh. That's why these folks get hooked on drugs because it feels good at that moment. And they tell you, "Oh man, it's, that's a wonderful feeling." But eventually, that feeling wears out, doesn't it? Yes, it does. You don't have the money to to keep that lifestyle. Of what happens? You start hitting rock bottom. You know, and, and it's just sad what we say. The lust yep. of the flesh. That's right. And he said, and Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Ronald. Amen. Amen. Easy else, Minister Paul. <laughs> no, I think that was uh, producer telling us it's time for a break, and we will be right back. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Ronald E. Stanfield, Sr., the senior pastor of the Covenant Christian Fellowship Church. I want to invite you to come worship with us as we lift the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We're a Bible-based, spirit-filled, come-as-you-are church, overflowing with a diverse group of God's wonderful people. We offer many opportunities for you to connect and get involved, which range from children and young adult studies to adult men and women's studies. We meet for Sunday morning worship at 8 o'clock a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Sunday school begins at 9 o'clock a.m. And Bible study on Wednesdays at 6 o'clock p.m. Please give us a call for other times and opportunities for you to connect at 702-399-2199. That is 702-399-2199. We're located at 7635 Dean Martin Drive, Suite 200, between Blue Diamond and Warm Springs. Please come and see what God has for you as a new feast is prepared each week to feed your soul. We hope to see you very soon as we love families as well as singles. Until then, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. Amen. And if you happen to be in the area, the covenant is... The awesome place to come and worship and just stop on by. And uh, I'm there you on Sunday mornings and all the way through until all the services are done. So it would be nice to meet some of the people that are listening and just stop on in. You'll know who I am. And if you look online, you can see me and have a nice, have a nice worship. Amen. It would be fun worshiping with you. All right, so if you're just now joining, you're listening to Journey to Eternity, and we are in the book of Ephesians, and we just made it into chapter 2. There's a lot of information that I hope you get. Please call in, get yourself a copy of this, take good notes, and study, 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 study. All right, Reverend, what you got? Yeah, and, and back in that verse 3 again, notice he said, not only if there's lust of the flesh, but also of the mind. Yes. The mind is where the devil operates. Yes, he does. See, he can play with our imagination. And playing with our imagination, he can also try to intervene. You know what? If you go out there and play the lottery and put all this money, this is what you're going to do. Can you, can you imagine how many people went broke? Mm. Putting thousands of dollars on them, whatever they're doing, and losing good money. 
and nothing to show for it. And look, and look what the results of this. I mean, you, you know, I don't tell people what they should do and not do, but they should use some kind of rationale. You know, that's right. You know, I can afford to lose ten dollars. Can I afford to lose a thousand? See, a thousand dollars can take care of a lot of bills. Can take, but ten dollars, what, what is that? Right. But what the devil do? If you know you got a thousand, okay, you can get that ten. Try another ten. Try another ten. Hurt me lose a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't playing. I I done sat at those machines and I just. And sometimes when I get bored, I'll put a dollar in the, those penny ones, and I don't even know what I'm doing, and I just keep hitting the buttons, and they, it gets you, like, at a certain point when you start to run load and you get a whole bunch of stuff in there, and you're like, oh, man, maybe I got a chance. And you keep going. I'm like, man, it hurt me to lose that dollar. I'm, like, almost ready to call them over and say, hey, can you give me my dollar back? <laughs> yeah, I don't like No, that's okay. I've never been a gambler. Amen. Amen. And, uh, and, and, and as I said, it's such wonderful knowledge and stuff that we have in here. And, and notice what he says in verse 5. This is the good news. This is where the inspiration comes back to the church. And he says, even when we were dead, notice that we were dead in sin. Mm. You know what made it so nice? Even as a sinner, God still loves us. Mm. That's, yes. the that's, that's what caused us to have that growth and love for the Lord. We could say, man, I, we did some of the most terrible, unthinkable things, and we was in this, having a sinful time, but yet, and while we were in sin, God still loved us. Amen. He still cared about us. He still wanted us to have the opportunity to hear the glorious gospel news so that we could change. And notice what else he goes on and says. Even when we were dead in, in sin, as he has quickened us together with Christ. Soon somebody preached to us, we accept the Lord. Boy, look how quick that was. Hmm? We were quickened together now. we in Christ. And then he goes on and says, and by grace we are saved. See? Isn't it amazing how wonderful grace is? Grace That's overrode right. sin. Grace overrode all our misdeeds. And thank God that he's quickened us. Brought us That's right. Into, into his uh, presence so that we could be blessed. That's right. And then all of a sudden we start learning what we didn't know. Says, Lord, that devil could have taken me out. See, that's when grace came in. Amen. It protected us where we didn't lose or came short in our in our lifestyle. That's right. So we look at it and say, boy, Lord, I'm so glad you had your hands on my life because I made some terrible decisions. The destruction was right there, but you made a way where it didn't manifest. So we, so we can see God is a caring God. That's right. Everything, yes, yes. <clears throat> even in small details or large details, he's still God. Oh, yes, he is. Long suffering. All these wonderful verses, right? Like I said, and by grace we're saved, not by works. Mm. Nothing we did to earn it. He says, by grace, God did the work by having His Son Jesus come to sacrifice His life. Yes, grace. And then He goes on in the next verse, Mister Paul, and He has raised us, raised us to up together. Isn't that amazing? So no one is ahead of the other. He raises us up together, and he goes, Amen. And made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. Well, I tell you what, we look forward to that day. Yes. Even those that might <coughs> have got there ahead of us, but he's going to treat all of us equally alike. Amen. See, I mean, God has the perfect system to treat everybody equally. Hmm? He made right. us all sit together at the right hand of Christ. Isn't that nice? Hmm? Yes. Man, we all can sit at that table. None of us can boast about what we did on the earth or what our deeds were. Mm. Because it was His grace. 
That's right. And, and as a matter of fact, if, if we don't give any praise, I guess the first thing you say, Lord, I was thankful that I made that. That's right. <laughs> I might not have been the perfect thing on the earth. I might have messed up, but since I'm in heaven, I am happy. I am content. And you know what, Reverend, I was, ta- I was uh, teaching last night, and one of the things I thought about was when uh, Paul was uh, telling his uh, testimony on, on about uh, the different levels of heaven. Yes. The lowest level is God. It, it, it's going to be better than hell. Amen. I mean, if you're on the bottom floor, it's better than hell. Amen. <laughs> you know, I'm like, woo. Yeah. I'm like, I can't imagine. And so. Hey, Jesse, if you get in, because they said that road is narrow and few will find it. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about that last night. So hopefully everybody's taking good notes. That's right. Hey, hey, and what you said is so true. Yep. I'd rather go to heaven with nothing and to have all this stuff on the earth and end up in hell. That's right. Because mm-hmm. what I have on earth, I can't take to hell with me. Can't take it with you. Can't even take that. Yep. <laughs> and everything we, and we get to heaven, <clears throat> God has everything rewarded and prepared for us. That can't make if that can't provoke people to think. I don't know what will. Wow. That's why he said in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, and then Minister Paul. He goes to verse seven. He says that in the ages to come, generations and all the preparation in, in ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace. Man, great. I don't. I don't think I ever heard anybody really explain what grace is. Mm. Grace is. I mean. You could be, you could be hell bound. You know, you could be from the, from your feet to your neck in hell, and God can raise you up. That's grace. Mm-hmm. When some people, when people give their last testimony, I got saved at the last minute. You know, I accepted the Lord. I, I mean, I'm glad they they received the Lord. But can you imagine the last minute of their life? They was almost on the way to hell, and grace intervened. And boy, I tell you, it changed everything. That's what grace is. We can't explain how wonderful grace is until a person been through something. That's right. You know, I used to express, they've been through hell on the earth. <laughs> yep. And boy, they tell you the way they live, and when they tell you, you know, I accept the Lord, and everything begins to See, that's what grace is. Grace will bring a complete fulfillment. What yeah. we thought was fun, <laughs> our sin was fun and pleasurable and all that. We said, well, we were playing with death and didn't even know it. That's right. So now we we enjoying what grace is now. Yes. Grace is a wonderful thing. Yes, it is. It's a gift. And then, and that's why verse 8 is so important. We use this verse as an inspiration as well. Mr. Paul, he says, so by grace you'll say, notice that. By grace, that's God's giving blessings on you. He's, you know, like people say, yes, God knew you was one of the worst sinners to walk in the earth, but he still has a love for us. I mean, that's, I mean, that's grace. When nobody else loves you but God, that's grace. That's right. People can hate you, but God says, I love you. That's grace. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm quite sure if you, if, if you can allow people to get their testimony, they can tell you where they've been at. That's grace. You know, how life was so terrible. Everything they did and touched went bad, and God intervened. That's grace. That's right. We can never get enough of grace. Grace is, a, I mean, that's one of, the, one of the most fantastic words in the Bible. That's right. God's grace. Not people's grace. God's grace. In other words, grace is upon every human being that comes that's born into this world. Grace is already there. You know, mm. It's there to, to rescue us when we're ready when we're ready down and out. That's what grace is. 
And then we recognize how great God is. You know, like people say sometimes, nobody can love me the way God loves me. That's right. That's great. Mm. You know, I guess you can talk about that word all day long. That's right. <laughs> Grace, man, I tell you. That's what, you know, Ben Saul and Sister Nicole, that's why I, when I share my personal testimony, and because of the grace we are, people could never get me back into the world system or do the things of the world. Oh, no. Never. There's no going back. Never. I don't care if it was fun. I don't care if it was exciting. I don't go. I would never go back to the past. Never. You know, unless it was something good or something rewarding. Now, wasn't that? Yep. <clears throat> yep. Grace kept me on this earth till the day I accepted the Lord. I said, I'll never forsake the Lord. That's right. Never. Doesn't matter what things, if I'm going through issues of life or whatever it is, I'll never forsake something that's so wonderful as grace. You know, that's something Jesus did for all of us. And then again, verse 8, for by grace you're saved through what? Faith. Mm, I was just thinking about that. Faith is the substance of the things you hope for and the evidence of the things unseen. That's what, I mean, that's what grace is. Yes. Very good. Hmm? Very right good. Now. Wow, nice. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about that. You were talking about grace, and I was thinking of faith. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was coming up. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Again, for by grace you are saved through faith, mm-hmm. and not of yourselves. It yes. Is, we can't boast about nothing. Yes. We can't say, oh, you know, I did all these wonderful things. I, I fed the poor. That's, that just works. But that don't get you into heaven. You know, it's a good thing that you did trying to help somebody, but it was by grace. You know, as long as we keep grace as a format, we'll stay on solid ground. Grace, I tell you. You know, we wake up in the morning. That's grace. Yes, it is. And I, you know, I like to share this, and I'll keep sharing this. Uh, sometimes we hear people say, you know, <coughs> nobody depart there. You know, God plucked one of his beautiful flowers and brought them to heaven. It sounds good and sounds nice, but God need them on the earth, not in heaven. That's right. There's, there's no gospel preaching up there in heaven. Mm. You got to worry about nobody. Have to hear the gospel gets everything is needed on the earth. Yeah, nobody needs saving in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah, that's good. There's they no definitely salvation. don't. But salvation is needed on the earth, and this way God needs us. Mm. Not up there in heaven. So that's why they're, they're, you know, thank God for all the faithful ones out there preaching the gospel because we understand that we're on the earth, and the best thing we can do is lead people to the Lord. That's right. Not to worry about that. Everybody's saved up there. That's right. Grace your faith through faith, not of yourself. It's mm-hmm. the gift of God. Amen. Amen. We have to boast this is God's gift. Mm-hmm. It was his son that made the sacrifice. It was his son that brought the deliverance up. So right. we keep everything connected in that sense. Grace is a wonderful word. Yes, it is. You know, what's that song? Amazing Grace? That's Amazing right. Grace. Beautiful How sweet this sound. And they, and they said the person that that wrote that song was a slave owner. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. I guess he must have looked deep into his sins and what he has done during a time of slavery, how he mistreated folks, and got inspired to write Amazing Grace. Wow. Mm-hmm. Saved a wretch like me. Boy, he must have did some terrible things. I never knew <laughs> that. Yeah. Wow. Boy. And he must, I mean, can you imagine wrote that song and we still singing it today? Yes, we are. It takes on a brand new meaning when you know who it's made by. Yeah. Wow. Like I said, you know, it's a wow. terrible things in that time. Yeah. That's right. Look back and say, it was God's grace, amazing grace. You know, it took somebody like me, a rich. How many lives got messed up and destroyed, but yet grace 
plug me to be saved. I'm just glad I gave a little bit of history there. Amen. Well, we had our less than four-minute mark. Oh, my. And uh, I wanted to read this real quick. As um, you were speaking, this laid into my heart, and I found it interesting, and I want to share with our listeners. And it says, while no action or work we can do to help us obtain the salvation or grace of God, God intention, God's intention is that our salvation will result in acts of service. Mm. We are not saved merely for our own benefit, right. but to serve Christ and build up the church. Right. And I think when, if we can get that ingrained into our mind. And our heart. Yeah. I mean, it, it'll, it'll make a difference in this world. And, you know, we got so many different divisions and churches and everybody believe this and that, but there's one God. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, we, we serve, I mean, what are we, well, what are these different churches fighting over? You know, a member leaves right, and they, right. hey, I, you know, it's almost like you're in some sort of gang or something, you mm -hmm. know, and, and I, I just never understood that. And I get, you know, there's one theology. I mean, it's written right here. Right. And you can look at it, and the King James Version spells it out very clearly. And then once you get it, once you accept Christ, then go in and serve others. That's right. And so with that being said, we want to give our listeners an opportunity to serve others and accept Christ. So, Reverend, can you do us the honors? Amen. I uh, confess these words by saying, Father God. Father God. Father God. With my mouth. I want to confess with my mouth. And I believe in my heart. And I believe in my heart. Jesus Christ died for me. That Jesus Christ died for me. And he was raised up from the dead. And he was raised from the dead. I now receive that gift. I now receive that gift. Into Jesus Christ. I can now and boldly say. I can now and boldly say. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you, Reverend. And if you said that wow. for the first time, welcome to an awesome family of God. I'm going to go out and look for that sound machine today because we need some applause, some whistles, some bells going off, balloons. We really do. Streamers and poppers. Yeah, and we do. Some, yeah, we it'd do. be nice if we had some fireworks that we could just shoot up right now every time. <laughs> every time we did that because I know somebody said that prayer somewhere. And that's okay. God knows. And if you didn't say it this time because you fell into that category, well, I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, you can always listen in, call our producer, and ask for a copy of this program and just say it and mean it and believe and confess with your mouth that he was raised from the dead and yes, Christ died for you. Yes, he was. And your sins. There's nothing that you could do. He paid the price for it all. So don't let the enemy make you feel guilty. Break off those blinders today and turn your life over to Christ. Yes. So until next week, be safe. Fourth of July coming up. We love you. God bless. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Journey to Eternity. If God has touched your heart by what you just heard, please send your support to KKVV and Care Up Journey to Eternity, 3185 South Highland Drive, Suite 13, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89109. And you can also visit our website at www.elitechristianministries.com. 
www.jesusdoesmiracles.org. And until next time, this is Journey to Eternity, blessing you every day. Always remember that we love you.